Hi, everybody. Welcome to Yen and another inspiring interview. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to highly sensitive entrepreneur, Gita Lasse. Hi, Gita. Welcome. I'm so happy that you're here today. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on your interview series. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure to find a new highly sensitive entrepreneur who wants to inspire others. Can you tell us a little bit more about your company? Yes, um, I can. And what is kind of interesting for me is right now it's in the middle of an evolution. So I have been entrepreneur or self-employed, you know, for whew, almost 30 years. It makes me feel very old. <laughs> uh, but it, it has gone through several evolutions. So to put it like very, very, very short in two words, I'm empowerment coach for women. Awesome. How that has been over the years is actually changing. And there's another change coming up right this moment mm -hmm. um, that I'm really, really excited about also. Cool. You've basically just answered the next question because my next question would have been, did you always know that this was the type of company that you wanted to start? And based on, on your answer just now, I think you had a different company in mind when you started and it evolved a couple of times into something new. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes, actually, I haven't put it in those words before, but yes. Um, it kind of ended up um, back in 1991. I was sort of at a crossroads because I finished my university education. Mm -hmm. um, I have a master's in geophysics, which is completely different from what I'm doing now. So, you know, the value of university education. Anyway, and I was kind of wondering, would I continue with that? And, or would I go the way of personal transformation, emotional healing, like those kind of things? Mm -hmm. And I did an exercise that I was a book that was around at that time to help you find your purpose in life. And I found my purpose in life uh, was to, in the words at that time, to be a powerful healer. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure I would use the word healer today, uh, but the powerful part, you know, that stuck with me. And it's not like I feel powerful at that time, but that was the right words. And I remember yeah being so angry, I felt like smoke were coming out of my ears because I wanted to be a spiritual healer or a kind healer or a loving healer or sweet yeah. or whatever. Anyway, so I actually, I think that was one of my first leaps of faith that I decided to just close the door on my geophysics and mm -hmm. pursue that path. And then, of course, following along with my own personal evolution, how, how the outside form of me uh, being a powerful healer or empowerment coach, you know, has changed so much over the years. Yes, I can imagine. What, what, what would you say was your biggest reason for wanting to start your company, for wanting to make that big switch? Besides that exercise, so that was my purpose in life. And that was not just, by the way, a mental exercise. I mean, it was like, um, because it was at the crossroad, it like, caught me at the right time where I really, really, really wanted to know where do I go next? Because I already yes. had uh, a beginning, an interest in personal transformation, had taken some workshops and, you know, I learned rebirthing. I mean, it was all the way back in those days. And um, wow. so when that came up, it was kind of, 
and I had also just moved to another country. You know, we were just talking about that before, but I had also mm -hmm. at the same time just moved to another country. So there was a lot of, I was really at a crossroads. Yes, a lot of change. And um, I just decided to go for it. You know, it's like, it's like, I think one of the things that motivates me is that I cannot unknow what I know. So when I know mm -hmm. what is the right thing for me to do, I cannot not do it because I yes. cannot unknow it. So not acting on it, it's like, I don't know, that would drive me nuts. Yes, I can, I can imagine, yeah. I, I am the same way once I feel something in deep inside me that that's the right course of action, then I, I need to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm hearing you say, so I understand. Were there any doubts of, or obstacles that you had to overcome? To pursue this a multitude. Yes. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I was in a foreign country that I had just moved there. Mm. So everything was in different language. I didn't know anything. It was a lot of me having to really, really, really step out of my comfort zone. Yes. Because um, back then I started working as a massage therapist, mm -hmm. and which I've been training and kind of like... Um, what do you call it? Like body mind massage therapy. It was not just body, but it's mind for emotional healing and stuff. Yeah. And just moving to a new country and have to make a living, you know, it's like you can't just sit there and feel sorry for yourself and be afraid. I mean, you really got to push out of your comfort zone. And I remember like contacting all these gyms and chiropractic offices, you know, would you be interested in having me coming here and doing massage in exchange for a commission, you know, to offering. So there was a, tons of doubt you know and also this part i can't remember but i'm sure it was there you know am i good enough at it but mm. you know it was very evident that my clients love me so that yes. part over but but there was yeah i mean there's always this oh my god what am i doing <laughs> yes well that's another one of my questions have you ever suffered from the i'm not good enough syndrome so yes right yes and I also want to say that that's many, many years ago since I did that. Mm -hmm. And, and how did you overcome that? How did you handle it? I kept working on myself mm -hmm. because that's sort of like my guiding thing in life. You know, I keep up with my personal transformation. I always have a coach or a mentor or a healer or whatever going on retreats, workshop for my personal transformation. And, and I think at one point... Um, I just realized I could trust myself mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean I know how to handle a situation. It doesn't mean that I'm great at what I'm doing, but it means that I can trust myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the core or the foundation of the confidence I have in myself today. Yeah, I think that's a very important foundation to have that, yeah. that unwavering uh, trust in, in, in your intuition and that it will guide you to where you need to go, the trust in yourself that you will figure it out and that it will be okay. Yeah, and figure, you know, the trust that I can learn, whatever I need to learn. If a difficult situation comes up, I will handle it. I might not handle it gracefully uh, because I'm not necessarily the most graceful person in the world, but I will handle it, you know? Yes, and you might learn uh, one, two, or 50 things, depending <laughs> on how you handle it, but you'll yeah. still handle it. And that's a yeah. very empowering knowledge mm -hmm. to have, I think. Yeah, and, and, and I think about, along with this also comes that I will handle it 
and I will have a lot of feelings about it. And those feelings are not going to be the end of me. And they're just feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this, this is because so often it's the feelings that stops us because the feelings trigger the thoughts. Yes. But it really comes from the feelings, right? So if you can learn not to take your feelings so serious, they are not the same like massive stop sign in front of you. No, you are not your feelings. You just have feelings yeah. and yeah. they are trying to tell you something. So you need to listen to them because hey, you, you don't have the feelings for nothing. Mm-hmm. But you are not your feelings and it means you have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important distinction. So it's an important message also for the viewers that are watching this interview today. Uh, all highly sensitive people have feelings. It's who we are. But you are a highly sensitive person and you are not your feelings. And you also have a choice in, in one. You can choose to be happy and you can choose to be sad and you can choose to do stuff and you can choose to not do stuff. And everything is about choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's um, speaking about highly sensitive people, right? It's like uh, there was this, a number of years, not so long time ago, where I was really focusing on highly sensitive people as my clients. Mm-hmm. And my tagline was from painfully to powerfully sensitive. So one of the things that's floating around with being a highly sensitive person is that it's painful, you know? It's, it's difficult many times in modern society, no doubt about it. And you can still get to a point where your high sensitivity becomes your, it's like something that enables you to even move further in life and lift yourself yes, higher. Yes, the greatest asset. Yes. And one of the things, you know, I was working with at that time is like highly sensitive people need boundaries. Mm. It's like the number one, two, and three requirement if they ever want to get around seeing being highly sensitive as a weakness rather than a superpower yes and that includes emotional boundaries and energy boundaries and you don't see many people talk about them yes so so, you know i created this whole online program and workshop around it at that time cool yes it's exactly what i'm doing with the people that come to me i am teaching them to see their sensitivity as their superpower and and to make it their biggest assets and and to be their effortless self because Mm -hmm. of it Yes, and, yeah. and they totally need to learn because this is part of the high sensitivity, right? It's the empathy that like you have to learn not to take on other people's feelings and other people's yes. energies. Exactly, That's yeah. That's why boundaries are so important. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. yeah. I agree. And once you have it, I mean, it's, it's, I have not considered my high sensitivity a weakness for many, many years. I mean, mm-hmm. when I learned about being a highly sensitive person, it was already not a problem for me. And I really, really appreciate how it adds value to the work I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because being highly sensitive allows me to see my clients more clearly. You yes. know, like, like we have this added depth of perception. And, you know, the more clearly I can see my clients, the better I'm able to help them. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's true. I always say that we can read between the lines and hear the things that are not being said. Yeah. Or as one of my clients said, it's like, oh, kid, I can never hide anything. You read me like an open book. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Not just my clients, my friends say the same. Yes. And and it's such a beautiful gift to bring out to the world and help other people, you know? I agree. 
What would you say was your biggest aha moment in all the years that you've been an entrepreneur? Mm, that's a really good question. Thank you. <laughs> I don't necessarily know that there is one aha moment. Um, but maybe sort of the slow realization is that I had the power in me to make things happen. Mm -hmm. So I had the power in me to succeed as an entrepreneur. I have the power in me to move to Italy, like we were talking about. I have the power in me to transform myself into another version of myself. I have the power in me to, to take a leap of faith and let my, you know, my business evolve, you know, to another level. Yeah. So, 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 so maybe that's the, that's not an aha moment in like a split second, but sort of. Mm -hmm. That's a very empower, uh, empowering realization. Yes. I think yes. I know well. <laughs> yeah. And, and are there things that you would never have accomplished if you had not been an entrepreneur? Well, for one thing, um, I wouldn't be who I am today, obviously, because um, as I mentioned before, like personal transformation, my, my own personal transformation is kind of like my, driving force in life and a lot of that transformation has happened through my business so in order to take my business to where i wanted to it to be i had to change myself to become that person who could have that kind of business mm -hmm. yes that's what i hear also i I've, i have um i know this from personal experience but i also hear it a lot in the interviews that becoming an entrepreneur also has great benefits for your personal development mm -hmm. and for getting to know yourself really well and, and developing yourself to mm -hmm. become the person that you feel in your core that you actually are. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, you know, there are challenges to being on an entrepreneur, self-employed. Yes. You know, as we talked about, I have always been self-employed except for a few periods, like of a few months here and there. And while I certainly appreciate this regular paycheck, but man, it kills my soul, you know, to do work like that. Mm -hmm. and, and also for me, the freedom to follow my own truth is so, so, so important to me. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could ever give it up. No, that's for me one of the three topmost benefits of, of being an entrepreneur. Do you see any other benefits? If you would talk about your top three, or freedom might be the first one. What others do you see? Yeah, um, freedom to me is maybe more about being allowed to be fully myself, the freedom to be completely myself. Mm -hmm. rather than the time freedom or the travel freedom, you know, like that kind of freedom. I mean, you know, it's still work, you know, you still have to show up and do your work, you know, and you have some flexibility around scheduling vacations and you also lose that if you have kids, you know, that go to school. Yes. So, so I think the real freedom to me is that I am free to follow my own truth all the way. Mm -hmm. And I'm free to be all of me, not just a part of me that fits into the job description box, right? Um, another benefit is that I think it's creativity. Mm -hmm. 
because once you're an entrepreneur, right, it's like you become the artist of your own life. Yes. So, so your business is like a blank canvas and you can choose what to paint on it. Yes. And if you want to paint another painting, you know, you just, well, okay, that's done. Now we get another blank canvas up and out, paint a new painting. And um, I like that part. And what's number three? Oh, I meet the most wonderful people through my business. Yes. You know, clients and colleagues and teachers. I some man, there's some wonderful people out there and they all come to me through my business. So yes, definitely. I agree. I, I've, I'm experiencing the same thing. Yeah. I, I don't know how it was for you, but when I was in employment, I never really felt uh, that this was my place. I never felt that I fit in. I was never really happy. I was also often insecure about myself, my role within the company. If I was good enough, uh, it, it was not really an enjoyable experience. Mm -hmm. And I thought everybody had that and that it was normal, but I found out that it's not normal. It's when you are not doing the things that are actually right for you then mm -hmm. that's how you feel and yeah. that for me is the biggest change in, in becoming an entrepreneur that i am i am happy i feel happy in my skin i have the freedom like you said also to do the things i want to do to work with the clients i want to work to think of the things i want to do like an online program or a retreat or coaching or whatever it is that I want to create, I can create it, the blank canvas. And, and that's something that I really enjoy. And especially also meeting all the people, um, not just in Holland, but uh, like you all over the world. And um, it's so rewarding to, to meet those people, to be able to work on yourself and to feel yourself becoming more and more the person that deep down, if you're really honest, you actually always knew that you were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then on top of that, who else can you become? Yes. Like I think the best thing to become is truly yourself. Yes. And then what else is there in you that can come out? Mm-hmm. Yes, which other aspects yeah. of your personality yeah. or... Yeah. Mm -hmm. How yes. can you grow even more? It's like, how can you bring more of yourself out into the world? Yes. yes. And, and one of the ways I'm thinking of it is like, um, I came across this quote one, and I can't remember the exact words, but it's like, there's nothing better than knowing that at the end of your life, you have used yourself for a purpose higher on you higher than yourself or your own or whatever, but, but that you have been used up. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like what is very satisfying and fulfilling to me is that, that in my work that I do with, with my clients and retreats and workshops, whatever, it's I use myself up. It's like I give all of me, whereas if I had been in a job, like it's like, you know, how I felt being employed. I've only ever had short-term temporary jobs. I always knew they were temporary. So yeah, I didn't belong, but I knew that before I got in there. So that's why it was only temporary. Mm -hmm. But um, the part that was frustrating about it, I didn't really get to use myself. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's nice to have a steady paycheck, but I wasn't using myself. And there's that frustration that yes. there's more in me, that is more in me, there's more in me. And Not I want to go out. out before I die. Yeah. 
Yes, I know that feeling very well. And I think a lot of you that are who are watching this interview today know that feeling really well as well. Mm -hmm. And that's a big reason why I wanted to do these interviews to show you that there are other possibilities out there, that it doesn't have to be this way. So I hope that you will listen and, and that you will feel inspired by us telling all these things. Do you maybe have a message to everybody that's watching today and that's stuck in doubts or that is stuck in a job that they don't love and are maybe considering becoming an entrepreneur but are, are free? Yeah, well, I have many tips. <laughs> so let me see if I can distill them. It's like, if it's truly your heart's desire to go out and be an entrepreneur, become self-employed or, you know, however you want to say it, it's like, how would you feel about not knowing that or not acting on it? Because I think that's important also. It's not just about doing it, but it's also being aware of what are the costs of not acting on it. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like really, really, really letting yourself down on a very important level. Yes. And, and it's like coming to, you know, 30 years down the road and regretting you didn't even do it. You know, it's yes. like, like, like playing it safe. So, yeah, it's playing it safe, but it's, I don't think there's a whole lot of joy in it. I think joy is one of the best feelings in life. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I think you will never have any regrets over things you did do, yeah. but you do have regrets over the things you didn't do yeah. yeah so even if it's scary as hell even if it stretches your comfort zone i think you won't regret it when you do it if it feels like the right thing to do yes and then of course how does it feel like the right thing because there's always this it's just an idea can i trust this my intuition my gut feeling whatever and yeah. I, and i think maybe the key is the gut feeling mm-hmm um, so, so the other tip I was thinking of, it's like, um, which is a, something, a pitfall I have fallen into, it's like, don't follow other people's formulas. Yes. It, it is like building a, you know, you know, being a successful entrepreneur requires two things, right? And there's this great book that is written about it, the E-Myth Revisited, mm -hmm. which, which would be a, a required reading for all entrepreneurs. Is, is that yes, you have the skills, you know, like you said, you're an acupuncturist, you know, and a coach, and I do my thing. Um, <clears throat> and then you also have to learn how to build a successful business. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that's an education. It's like, how do you build a successful business? That's very separate from your skills of your service. Yes. Uh, and I That's think true. it's important to have in mind that if you want to go out, you actually have to educate yourself in all that. And, yes. And for me, that was like a two, three year, five year. I, I probably spent five years learning that, mm -hmm. you know, learning how to market, learning how to build a business, you know, learning how to build a following because mine was very much on the internet and, you know, learning how to brand myself, learning how to say the right words on the website and, Yes. You know, making the free gifts and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's and my experience as well. It's, it's a learning trajectory. I don't think you ever stop learning. But what I also think is really important, and that's what I did wrong in the beginning, or, or maybe it was just a lesson I needed to learn. But in the beginning, I take 
I took everything that I learned at face value and I tried to do it the way they taught me to. Mm-hmm. And um, what I've learned since then is that it's important to feel if it's right for you to take in all the lessons and then to make your version out of what yes. you've been taught. Yeah, not that, one, that one was going to be my next tip. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. Uh, that's a very important thing that you, you let yourself be inspired by others, gather your knowledge and, and then distill whatever works for you and then mix it up with your mm-hmm. own flavor and then put it out there. Yeah. So, so, for example, I took a lot of learning about building up a very successful business based on online courses. And I realized that the information was great. I learned a lot. But doing online courses is it's kind of a nice idea, but it's not really who I am. I want to interact with people. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do that very much in online courses. And... I wouldn't have known that until I first gone through that process of learning how to, you know, create a successful business around online courses that, you know, my true thing is I actually want to work with people, mm-hmm. you know, one-on-one or in small groups on retreats or whatever, or in small mastermind groups. This is, this is what gives me the most joy. Yes. So, and that means that, you know, I have these online courses, you know, just, not going to use them anymore you know <laughs> and and this is part of my you know evolution also you know yes like learning that i was an empowerment coach right so i've been taking people oh you know the saying you have to let go of the bad to get to the good mm-hmm. yeah it's like this is what i did and then i took them from the good to the great right yes. now i'm going to take them from the great to the magnificent Awesome. So, 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 and this is very exciting for me to go into because all the way up until you get to the grade, you can use methods and techniques and formulaic processes and therapy and coaching and stuff. But when it goes from the grade, you really step into the, you know, the realm of uh, multidimensionality and magic and mystery and stuff. So I'm really excited going into that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your message to the viewers for today. We talked about it in the beginning and um, you wanted to give something to the viewers today. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. I mean, I do a lot of Facebook live streams where I share my knowledge. The best place to find me about that is in my Facebook group that's called Magical, Mystical, Magnificent Women. Ah, it sounds great. So magical, mystical, magnificent women. Women, yes. Um, And if you go to my website, kitalassen.com, there is a free ebook you can download for, you know, what is that? The Gift and the Promise. And it's about being a highly sensitive person. And where I really wanted to focus on the gift of being a highly sensitive Mm -hmm. more than the negative of being so i wrote this ebook where i really emphasize that i'm really proud of it i think it's very beautiful design cool so that is there for your free download and just for the listeners here i would also like to offer a free half hour magnificent session what do we call it like jumpstart to magnificent session so half an hour for anybody who wants to do that and you can find me on facebook peter larson send me a private message or you can mm-hmm. email me peter peter larson.com. Uh, that sounds wonderful. 
Thank you. So if you're watching today and you found Gita to be as inspiring as I think she is, and you want to learn more, then go to her website, website download her ebook, and register for her Facebook group, Magical, Mystical, Magnificent Women. I wrote it down, so I was cheating. <laughs> and, uh, and, and send her an email if you want to take her up on her generous offer of jumpstarting yourself on your way to your magnificence. Thank you, Gita, for your time and thank you for this interview and your inspiration for today. Uh, it has been my total pleasure and you're so welcome. I think, so, I think it's so important that we share our stories, you know, yes. who have done this. So yes, thank, thank you for inviting me to be part of this. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.